money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I think so. We're, we're talking money, but we're going to dive into something really good today. Absolutely. I mean, this is the, the, the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And you're just tuning in now, I know, because this is the beginning of the show. But we've been having this conversation for a couple of days now. So <laughs> sorry that you won't have all the ins and outs. My apologies right up front. But we've got Bron Vasich in the studio with us today. Bron is a CPA. Actually, I'll let you do your credentials. But Bron is a great friend and a team member mm-hmm. here more, more than enough. Yeah. So welcome, Bron. Thanks for being give, here. Give us your credentials. We're going to get you right in here. Well, I'm a retired partner from a national CPA firm, and um, I'm certified management consultant as well, and I've been coaching entrepreneurs and helping working with entrepreneurs for over 30 years, and so, and, and that's pretty and I cool. continue to do that, <laughs> yes. yeah, and God has really put it on my heart to continue to walk with them and provide guidance and navigation for them okay yeah and and he and 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 he led him to more than enough and we're so glad so i'm just gonna yeah, say thank that you right lord there. for that yeah so and this conversation uh is is really around the the recent changes in taxes that, that proposed changes proposed changes yes. i should say yes <laughs> thanks for the correction uh, that that are really in the media in the news now if you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur a small business person um you know that's going on and so we were having this conversation of how is how should we as christians what position should we take when these kinds of legislation come down the pipe and and yes the the original context of our conversation was around these proposed tax changes but then we got talking about Man, this happens in so many different areas in our life that that there are changes that happen and they affect us some sometimes dramatically they affect us and what can we do as Christians uh, and one of the things that we were talking about was this idea that sometimes if we can get ahead So if we can be part of that discussion ahead of time before the change, and we live in a democracy, and and that's, again, using the example of these these proposed tax changes, that's where we're in now. We're in this consultation period, and and so there's an opportunity for us as Christians to actually have a voice before the change takes effect, which, which, you know, as we all know, when we talk about money, getting ahead of it and and actually being ahead of it is one of the principles that we are constantly um, reinforcing is to say the best time to make a change financially is beforehand to to get ahead of that decision not to react to something that's that's imposed on you or maybe you overspent money and now you got to figure out how we're going to pay off that debt whatever it is so you know we this whole proactive approach even to the conversation we're having today in the sense of saying there is an opportunity that we may have and whatever it is, God is going to bring it to you in your sphere of influence and say, oh, there's a change that's happening. 
How do we as a Christian respond? Reb, do, do we complain? I'm going to look at you. Well, no, I know, but I, he's, I think we jumped right into the conversation because we're just inviting you as listeners <laughs> to continue a conversation we've just been having with Braun for the last 20 minutes. So, um, 20 I think, minutes? We've been having I, it for like four days. We're going to get into the <laughs> complaining part, but before you wanted to start with a quote that you read, I believe. Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get to that, though. I, I really want to talk, and if I can do that, can I do that? Okay, he's changing the plan on me right That's now. Okay. Right. okay, go ahead. Really, I, I want to set the stage, you know, in a sense of saying we are talking about changes that come from outside and and affect us, and they affect us in all kinds of ways. And so, what, how do we respond as a Christian? I, I mean, I know my default is to, to start complaining and say, oh, man, I can't believe that I got to whatever now it is. Now do this. Yeah, I, I, whatever it is, right? Oh, man. And I, I didn't ask for this. You know, it's not somebody's imposed it on me or, you know, oh, man, I got to do my whatever again. Um, and so, that you know, my predisposition a little bit is, is to complain. And I have to pull myself out and go, okay, wait a minute, Lord. How do you want me to act? And, and again, that's... Well, and I think that's ultimately the question we need to ask ourselves. And we need to take it to God. How do, does God want us to react to that? How does God want us to uh, be able to respond? And, mm-hmm. and I think the biggest part of, the, of that is understanding what to ask God, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're relying on uh, it's, you know, anytime, you know, most of us aren't uh, policymakers. Most of us don't mm-hmm. understand how legislation is created it's a very complicated uh, methodology for sure Mm -hmm. but all that to say that i think that people do need to find their favorite um, resource and read from that whatever they understand because the, the proposed legislation around taxes and the impact on small business and entrepreneurs and how they do business is it is really complicated but Mm. they can have a conversation with their accountant that can speak english to them they can you know Mm. uh, right just they can do a little bit of reading about it they can they can make their own judgment but i think a lot of that is just not jumping on the bandwagon necessarily, but just saying, okay, what are we trying to do here, and how does that sit with me? So, and, and ask God that. Well, in the case of what's happening now, so the the example we're using for those of you who don't know, we've kind of just jumped into the topic without explaining it, but on July 18th, the finance minister came out with some changes they want to make to the tax laws because they feel that they're unfair um, for whatever reasons they mm-hmm. have their reasons and you can go read about it you can go they've been in question period the last couple of weeks going back and forth between the the government and the opposition about this topic and it's quite a heated discussion um, for lots of us who are in business and um, I, but I guess that's where we came in and we started talking about it in the office and we have mm-hmm. our opinions and our feelings toward this and I'm going to be very you know restrained this morning but um, the issue the issue is how do we do it and Bron what you're saying is get some education don't let social media dictate right. your response 
response. And Dave always says this, um, and and one of my mentors has said it to me, don't let your emotions lead you. I'm a very Mm -hmm. passionate person. And in a situation like this, I have to rein in my emotion and my reaction because there's some things that I've heard in question period lately that have got me a little riled about, mm. about this issue. But that, that doesn't help. As, as a Christian, if I go full out, you know, with unwarranted passion that's not based in some education and some good thinking, then I'm in trouble. And, uh, and in this case, this is just one example, but we have, Dave mentioned already to us this morning before, this happened in the mortgage industry a year mm-hmm. ago. The, the government's made some unilateral decisions. Well, and David just told us that some lenders lost 60% of their business because of a policy change and how they want the mortgages done in this mm-hmm. country. Well, you know, there's always two sides to a story. It is very hard just to look funneled. Like, um, and, and it's interesting because you know, in in a lot of times, the 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 reason for some of these changes are equality, or you know, that we want to make sure that perception it, of perception of the, exactly right. right. And we're going, well, wait a minute, um, you know, that is such a, a difficult thing to define I- equality. Well, equality means that. Everybody wins and everybody loses. In a sense, it's saying, well, because nobody can, if, if you're winning all the time, then it's not equal. Because there, there has to be a, this, this balance of somehow in there. Um, at least that's my opinion. Well, and I, I think it's very difficult because going back to the social media point and getting some good education on sources you trust, you yes. know, in this topic, but any other, you know, there are a lot of issues as Christians that we might have trouble with that the government in Canada has been making the last few years. Or, or, you know... Our whole oh, lifetime. Or our whole <laughs> lifetime, right? I mean, my dad was a politician, so I heard a lot mm. of heat. Yeah, I won't even go into who what he thought <laughs> of some of the leaders of our country, but... Um, uh, I can still hear his his comments ringing in my ear as I see Justin Trudeau on on the screen. But anyway, that's uh, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, we're, we're going to okay. move it yeah, on. Yeah, okay. but, but the social media, like when we dealt with you know interest rates going up, well, it's an interest rate hike. Well, it really wasn't hiked. It went up a little bit, but because this, the it was a word that was used in the media, everyone goes into a panic. Okay. Well, and and it's the same, you know, this tax reform. Well, there are loopholes that are happening. Well, they're not really loopholes because it's law. Mm-hmm. So let's just call it what it is mm-hmm. and get educated and and take it take it at face value, and then. What do we do with it as mm-hmm. Christians? I guess this right. is what we come to. What are we going to do? So I want to read a quote going back to... to I know, because we know, didn't start with Scripture today. We didn't start with Scripture, but we are going to end with Scripture. Yes. And we're going to end with some things that we really want to encourage um, you, the listeners, and, and, and even in ourselves, and say... Okay, there needs to be a response. As, as Christians, we, we certainly are part of the community. We're part of, of the world around us. And, and honestly, we are, are commissioned by Christ to be a light, to be a light in the community, to be something. You know, Christ says, you've got something in you that the world needs 
me. <laughs> You've got something, someone in you that the world needs to experience, mm-hmm. and it's Jesus yeah. Christ. And so as we look at that, we have to go, okay, Lord, how do you want me to respond to these situations? These are outside. And so there, there's a great quote from uh, Dr. Martin Luther King. I'm not sure when he said this, but here it is. So he said, we are called to play the Good Samaritan on life's roadside. But one day we must come to see that the whole Jericho Road must be transformed so that men and women will not be constantly beaten and robbed. True compassion uh, is more than flinging a coin to a beggar. It comes to see that the system that produces the beggars needs to be repaved. We are called to be the Good Samaritan, but after you lift so many people out of the ditch, you start to ask, maybe the whole road to Jericho needs to be repaved. And I just love that idea. What he's saying there is really saying, there are times, and certainly our responsibility as Christians and as godly people is to to see the need of the person in the ditch, to not walk on the other side of the road, but to, to get in there and do something. But at a certain point, you go, well, wait a minute. If every time I go to Jericho, I'm pulling two and three people out of the ditch, maybe there's something we're not addressing. And and is God calling you to have that voice? Is God calling you? Certainly called the Dr. Martin Luther King to that. He was a voice for change. He said, "There's we're going to stand up, we're going to do that. Not everybody is called to that, but some people will be called to that. And, and what is the response and what do we as Christians, how can we stand up in the marketplace and, and be the light of Christ and say, okay, this is the, this is the change that's coming. Let's have some good discussion. Um, I think mm-hmm. we, we talked a little bit about we need to get down to the core of what's really going on. What is motivating these changes? You know, in the, if well, we talked about that this morning, and you guys were talking about greed. Sure. Re- yes. Yeah. Because they're, they're, these changes are being made. You know, it's really greed on both sides. I mean, the government needs substantially more money on one side. On the other side, uh, they've identified areas in small business or entrepreneurial businesses where people have taken advantage of, of, of certain certain rules. Uh, and the interesting thing is, and I don't want, this isn't going to be a program about the tax legislation, but the interesting thing is that the government has had you know, they've the changes they're proposing have been changes that have gone to the Supreme Court, have been debated mm-hmm. by people before and were approved. And now, you know, there's so everybody is following the legislation as it's written. And so to to your point, Rebecca, about the words they use in terms of fairness, in terms of uh, not being equal, not uh you know, th- th- those are th- those are those are words that conjure up certain images, and the reality of it is that we get w- we have a system in Canada presently that does provide that mm-hmm. that. So that I love scripture because Jesus has this situation in his you know when we read through the Gospels, Jesus is walking along with his disciples and he gets confronted with this exact 
in a sense, when he's even talking about taxes. So, mm. you know, in, and he's saying, hey, you know, you're coming in, Jesus, the religious leaders or the Pharisees, Sadducees, whoever it was, said, you know, should, you know, should we pay taxes to Caesar? So there's laws that are imposed, that they're the laws of the land. This is what's, in a sense, been, been imposed on you. Should we pay those taxes? And, and uh, you know, Jesus' response is, is, well, let's just talk about this for a minute. So Jesus comes at it from his perspective of being the Son of God, of being the, the Son of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the God who made everything. And he says, okay, so does the Son of the King pay taxes? And they go, well, no, he's exempt because he's royalty. He's the Son of the King. And he says, well, I guess I don't have to pay taxes anyways. But, and there's that, that but in there, he says, so that I don't offend, so that I don't, you know, make an issue where there really is no issue. Let's let's put the issue in. We're gonna we're gonna pay the tax. No big deal. We'll do that. But let's keep this in perspective, and let's remember that we want to give to God what is God's, and give to Caesar what is Caesar. So let's figure that out, and how our hearts are reacting and responding to that. Mm-hmm. Are we responding so passionately about this tax legislation because I'm greedy? Because I want more money for me, because they're going the government's gonna take more money out of my business. Well, I gotta deal with the greed in mm-hmm. me, right? Before I can stand up in the the marketplace. But, but then, on the other hand, is it just a sense of of what we feel is right and wrong? But I mean, who's to say that? And is it I, I, this issue is is very to me very dicey when you come when it comes to money. It's like money and family, or you know, you never borrow money from family members, or you mm-hmm. you, you just don't want like money is a messy thing because well, it's that idol. Piece, it is, right? it is, and how do you know if it's an idol or not? I mean, bottom line, you know, for our business, it's going to affect our business most definitely. If it goes through, there is going to it, it can't not, and it's going to affect our family. It's going to affect mm-hmm. how how we live. Perhaps I don't know, but on the other hand. You know, God's saying to us, you know, you work out in Philippians. It says you work out your um, your salvation with fear and trembling. It's God who works in you to do and to work for His good pleasure. Mm-hmm. And then it says, don't do, don't complain. Do every do everything, do all things without complaining and arguing. Right. That you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom you shine as lights in the world. So bottom line is we can get educated. We can voice our concern. Mm-hmm. I can, which I already have. I've called the MPs and all of that. You know, you, you voice your concern and you do what's within our constitutional right. But what happens when it's stuff you don't like? Well, God says clearly, work out your salvation before me. Understand I'm the one who works in you. Understand that don't Mm -hmm. complain. He says it so clearly. Stop complaining. Stop arguing. Mm -hmm. Stop it. I mean, that's why question period sometimes drives me crazy. I'm like, you poor Christian people who are in parliament i mean my dad was how can you be in there without arguing complaining i mean you're up against your opposition you don't like something they're it's your doing. job it's <laughs> your job to argue i you know god bless all of you who are on the hill having to do this job when he says don't don't argue and complain mm-hmm. 
Because you need to shine as lights in the midst of a crooked generation, in the midst of bad laws, mm-hmm. in the midst of bad choices, and 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 you know, bottom line, I'm I'm sure the government is is just trying to find ways to pay for our debt, which is a whole other show. Which we're all about, by the way. You know, we <laughs> yeah. are so good about the government working at paying down debt. Right. We, we but we're in trouble. So of course, the government's gonna. Don't we all do this? same thing we look for ways to try and find more money in our own households they're trying to find more money i'm sure within the canadian population and they they might be thinking well this is one way we don't we don't feel it's a fair law so we're gonna go after this segment because we're gonna get more money then and and maybe pay for these things mm-hmm. i mean it's not like we don't do it individually mm-hmm. so i guess you know, looking at this big picture when God says, stop complaining. And and I'll tell you, if you're listening and have your Bible, go read Numbers 11. Mm-hmm. Because I was just reading it and how Israel complained about not having meat. And it says they gave in to their intense, uh, intense cravings for meat. They left Egypt. They wanted to go back to slavery for the food. Wow. Don't even go there. I know, don't even go there. But <laughs> go read Numbers 11 because God says, okay, fine. I'm not going to give you two days. I'm not going to give you five days. I'm going to give you a whole month till that meat's coming out your noses. Like, you know, you want it, you got it. How is how, What is the heart of God for us in these stories? And it, mm-hmm. there are moral things that are in our culture that aren't so good either. Oh, but and, we're and, not going there. But again, I mean, that's that's another conversation. But mm-hmm. you know, in our conversation that we've been having, this is why we've been having it for four or five days, whatever it's been. In a sense, of saying, "Wow, there are so many things where we sidetrack that, us that, that yeah. are out of perspective." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this morning, Reb, you mentioned. You know, we're having this discussion about tax laws, but what about you know just human life what about the laws mm-hmm. that have that have come into play about you know the, the sanctity of life and how that's been jeopardized and you know we're, we're not trying to make it a political thing but to say wow wait a minute what is our responsibility as christians not everybody is going to be as ex- excited or passionate about the tax laws as you are Bron. but <laughs> but the you know there may be something about you know whether it's it's how the 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 abortion or the the human life issue and i don't know how to say that on a bigger scale because there's so many facets to that whether it's it's end of life or beginning of life i mean Uh, euthanasia is another issue we've got what do we do but it's it's i want to go back to what you read uh read reb read reb uh, that it's uh, how can we shine the light of christ right how can we have the wisdom of Christ when we're confronted with the same thing that Christ was uh, that say, well, wait a minute, let's just ask the Father to give us some wisdom on how we need to respond on that and, and really look up to the Father and say, these are not mysteries to God. These are, these are not things that are, are so far beyond his, oh, God's up in heaven going, I don't know what to do before. with that. <laughs> it's <laughs> happened well, before. Well, you think about when Jesus came. It was the most violent culture. Of, mm-hmm. have, why did Israel want to be free? Because Rome was brutal. Mm-hmm. It, they were brutal, and they had taxes. And I, you know, I was thinking about Herod and 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 any of the rulers. 
you know, we'll just tax our people more because I want another golden palace. You know, we we visited Bavaria years ago, and it was the same with the king of Bavaria. Some of the he bu- started building these castles, and he just, you know, he just. I get, need more money. Let's tax more, some more. Let's yeah. tax some more. Go into the government. Shoot, Solomon did that. So I, you know, I mean. No, but I, but you know, it's not anything new. Yeah, Solomon no. did say, "There's nothing new under the sun." So, what is our response? And what was Jesus's response? You know, you pay to Caesar what's Caesar, and God's what's God's. You you know, let's he, keep the main thing. Let, the main the, thing. Let's keep the main thing and the main thing. Are we going to trust the Lord in the midst of adversity? Right. Are we are we going to trust? But yet, if we know. Like, for instance, you know, you're part of a tax association and you don't like the law. Well, speak your voice. You have, you know, Israel didn't have a voice in Rome, Mm -hmm. really, except Mm -hmm. through Herod. And he wasn't such a great representative. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and it does go back to just if you see a person in the ditch on the side of the road, it is still our responsibility and, and, and our joy to be that good Samaritan, and and if we can have a voice in actually making the the road to Damascus more safe, then okay, let's take that role as well, mm-hmm. right? But we do have to know the heart of the Father for each of our lives. Like y- right. y- you're, we can go out passionately, and God is like, I never said you, I I wasn't sending you to do that. I was asking you to love your neighbor today. I wasn't asking you to get all passionately bent out of shape and angry at a government policy today. Mm-hmm. You know, it, 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 it's just, as you can tell, if you're listening and you've been listening, we're talking about this issue because it's something to discuss. So we just want you folks to be aware that like, we need to wake up to this because there's mm-hmm. stuff happening around us yes. in our, our neighbor's lives that we need to start asking about. You know, and, and our government policy, yeah, we can voice our concern, but what's the heart of it? That God loves our neighbor. God right. loves our family. Yeah, and, and our, we need that level of engagement. And yes. I like what you're saying, Rebecca, about that level of engagement and, and, and bringing God into the conversation and understanding what how he wants to use our heart to, yes. to impact your community. And in the community, you can use that definition whatever way you want in terms of the country, your own little neighborhood, whatever. Mm-hmm. But let's let's start with where what God is trying us trying to get us to do. Mm-hmm. And if we have an opportunity to be able to share, share an opinion, then I think God does want us to have a voice. Our uh, one of our uh, client uh, clients, one of our colleagues had a word for us um, actually that mm. he felt God was really wanted mm-hmm. to share, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know I'm sharing it, but I'm going to uh, read it. He was we were talking about interest rates, so he said, you know, even though he said I just felt God saying this, even though interest rates may go up, look up, meaning even though interest rates may rise or tax laws are made or some moral decisions, whatever the, issue, whatever is. the issue is, as the body of Christ, we must continue to fix our gaze up towards heaven, where the mighty King is watching us all and asking, will you? trust me even though these things are happening Mm -hmm. am i not the lord who brought you out of egypt back to that quail Mm -hmm. thing story am i not the one who's been faithful to all generations and our answer is yes Yes. he has and jesus said to us all these things are coming and happening hurricanes and wars and bad weather but i'm telling you this so you're not afraid Mm -hmm. don't fear don't be afraid 
So, Lord, we just thank you that you've given us your word and your example and your direction. And Mm -hmm. even as Braun and Dave and I have fumbled through this conversation this morning, you are are helping us work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And you're Mm -hmm. doing that for the folks who are listening. You're doing it for all of us. So, Lord, we just ask that you will help us. Help us love our neighbor, help us be a good Samaritan, and help us step in to fix the the Jericho roads, those roads of of trouble when you're asking us to, Mm -hmm. that we will rise up and and wake up Mm -hmm. to what is happening in our world. Mm -hmm. And I just thank you, Father, that you're faithful. Thank you, Lord. In the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Wow. Well, thanks, Bron, for being with us. Continuing the conversation, (laughs) a little bit of a a diversion, I would say, this week from our normal MO, but we've had a series of great shows over the last number of months. So if you've missed any of them, morethanenough.ca, the the player's there, you don't need any special download or anything, just go get it and listen. You can listen on chri.ca, you can search us on iTunes at Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb, and find us there. Rate us if you're on iTunes, we love the rating, and leave comments on Facebook. Facebook page or uh, any of the other social media. We're on Twitter as well. So just communicate. And and next week is Thanksgiving. So we're going to talk. We're not going to complain next week. We're going to just... It's the Thanksgiving weekend. Yes. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.